Greetings, everybody, and welcome back to the Blue Jackets Abroad podcast with me, your host, Lawrence Minton. We're back with our second ever episode to provide you, the CBJ fan base, with some more bite-sized Blue Jackets chunks for you to tuck right on into. We had a superb reaction for our first ever episode, so here we are, back for some more. As a reminder, the show is a short format podcast released every other Thursday evening over here in the UK. So that'll be sometime in the afternoon for those listening in the US, although we're yet to actually decide a particular time for the podcast to be released. Sometime in the afternoon we'll have to do uh, for the time being. So in three period sections, each episode will discuss the latest news, views, quotes and trades with the latest information coming out of your favourite and of course our favourite National Hockey League team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Last week we invited you to the room to take a seat even, so how about this week we make you a lovely cup of tea and a cake to enjoy the show with. Okay, so we're not here to talk about the Great British Bake Off, so let's delve right on in with our first period, Tales of the Week. And where better to start than with the quite frankly excellent news that Elvis Merzlikens has signed a contract extension to stay in the city of Columbus for the next five years. Merzlikens has said uh, he did have to talk to his wife Alexandra about whether he should re-sign, but apparently it wasn't a hard sell. And a wonderful story to actually come out of the signing press conference yesterday uh, was that Alexandra likes Columbus more than their home in Switzerland and they're actually looking to purchase a house in the city. Elvis also did state that they're excited to bring up their newborn son Knox in the city, uh, which is excellent news for their long-term ambitions and the Blue Jackets' long-term ambitions of keeping him in the city. Elvis's wife, uh, Alexandra, did respond to our, one of our tweets, actually, uh, mentioning the good news and the fact she was part of the decision-making process, uh, quickly becoming Agent Alexandra with the response, happy wife, happy life. Uh, most certainly a fantastic family. So let's give you our opinion on this contract news. Well, we love this move. With veteran players leaving the team in the off-season, signing a player that loves being in Columbus to a five-year contract, and we must say a team-friendly contract at that as well. It's not only great news for the player and the team, but of course for us as fans. Who can honestly say that they don't want to go out and buy a Merzlikens jersey now? So we're excited to see what Elvis, uh, sorry, we're excited to see Elvis continue to develop on the ice and become a CBJ fan favourite in the years to follow. In other news, the Blue Jackets training camp roster was officially announced earlier this morning, the first day of training camp itself, where 67 players were selected to join training camp this year, which is quite frankly a huge number of players. This included 38 forwards, 22 defencemen and 7 goaltenders, with the only familiar name missing out being Zach Ronaldo. A non-participant for the day uh, for day one was Jonas Corpusello, who is currently day-to-day with a groin injury, and he will miss the start of camp. It is very early days, day one in fact, and although we only saw minimal full-line drills, rookie Cole Sillinger was notably skating on the top line with Patrick Laine and Jacob Voracek. Sillinger was quoted as saying, I'm here to make the team, I have a lot to prove, and I'm for sure going to have to earn my spot. 
Line A actually commented on Sillinger's play as well. He said that Sillinger has a ton of potential and has good hands and great vision. And he's going to be a really good player in this league for sure. Which is high praise from one of the top forwards in the entire league. Let's move on to our rookie masterclass that was Columbus's trip to Traverse City. Now, the boys put on one hell of a performance against fine opposition in the Detroit Red Wings, Toronto Maple Leafs, Dallas Stars and St. Louis Blues. In fact, in the four games that they played, the Jackets went 4-0. Pretty impressive stuff. So let me just read you off some, some of the numbers. So Dunn went 3-4-7 in four games played. Chinnikov went 6-0-6 in three games played. Angle went 2-4-6 in four games played. And Sillinger went 2-3-5 in three games played. Do we dare say this? Um, perhaps. Do we, do we say that this is the best prospect pool in the league? I mean, if not, it's pretty damn close. In non-Blue Jackets related content, but something I just wanted to highlight on this podcast, um, is the up-and-coming and only current UK-born NHL player currently playing in the league, Liam Kirk. Kirk has been selected to attend the Curtis training camp this year, and from a general ice hockey fan perspective, I am so pleased for him, and I know that fans across the pond are cheering him on whether you're a Coyotes fan or not. So be sure to check out the forwards progress uh, and hopefully he gets to live out his NHL debut dream. As the horn blows, that brings us to the end of the first period. Each week, the second period of the podcast will give us a chance to look to the week ahead and for us as fans, what we can expect to see in Columbus. So CBJ training camp continues in earnest over the next few weeks and it will be exciting to see how Brad Larson's camp will operate. Uh, with his previous experience as an assistant under Torch, we can't imagine it will be too different uh, to what we've previously seen over the last few years. But let's see how this one does play out. So who else is looking forward to seeing how our first set of lines will turn out? Well, we certainly are. As mentioned earlier, Line 8, Sillinger and Voracek were on the top uh, forward line in day one. Uh, we can see Roslovich replacing Sillinger for the season opener, but where does that leave Sillinger? Where does that leave Chinnikov? And do they even make the team? Well, there are certainly some questions to ponder, and we'll come on to that slightly later on. But for now, let's turn our attention to the defence as we look into who may be the defensive pairs to start the season. Since the Blue Jackets traded away Seth Jones to the Chicago Blackhawks, the Jackets are without their familiar top two defensive uh, pairing going into the season. So who will play alongside Zach Wierenski? Well, Adam Bogfist or Jake Bean look the best fits with Vladislav Garakov appearing to have sewn up a starting position on the second defensive line pairing. Bogfist is our bet, but let's all keep our eyes peeled over the next few days of training camp to see where this one ends up. The Blue Jackets' first preseason game of the season is taking place very soon the 27th of September in Pittsburgh against the Penguins. And when we get to the game, we're certainly very interested and very intrigued to see Brad Larson's first set of forward lines and defensive pairings. And who gets the nod in goal? Is it Elvis or is Corpusella recovered from his injury by then and he gets the nod? Or Tarasov? I guess we'll wait and see. So as the whistle blows, that brings us to the end of the second period.
we move into the third and final period of our podcast, which gives you, the listener, a chance to ask us any questions that take your fancy, and we'll do our very best to answer them. Each week, we'll put out a fresh tweet and Instagram story, which will give you the chance to reply and ask your burning questions. You can do this, or please feel free to slide into our DMs at any point during the week. So let's kick off with our first question. At Ronnie underscore D asks, what time do you typically have to be up to watch a game? Firstly, great question, Ronnie. And I'll answer this by saying that we need to come up with a good nickname for those of us this side of the pond. Perhaps something like the Midnight Hockey Club or something along those lines. Uh, The reason for that is the majority of uh, Blue Jackets games start at 7pm, which is very much midnight, our time, hence the nickname. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, For myself personally, I usually sleep before a game and set my alarm for 10 to midnight, so I'm not completely done in the next day. Moving on to our second question. Uh, This one was from at Snake Garinger, and he asks, what are our thoughts on whether Yegor Chenikov ends up making the NHL roster? Another great question, and our honest opinion, I think he does. The guy teared it up in the KHL last season, so he's used to playing against more experienced players. Uh, He's also teared it up over here in the last couple of weeks, uh, playing in Traverse City against players of a similar stature and age. So, in our opinion, he makes the NHL team and gets a chance to tear it up against other NHLers. Whether he does it or not is yet to be seen, but I think his effort level, his skill and Quite frankly, his superb snipes have uh, given him a really great chance of of making the cut there. So we move on to our third and final question of this week's podcast. And this one is from at Warpat, or as he's more famously known, one third of the CBJ artillery. And he has asked, he has asked this, he has asked if he can hear my American accent. I think this is very much in reference to a recent artillery podcast that uh, that was released not too long ago um, and I can only apologize for offending every person in the US for this uh, but but as Warren has asked um, here, here goes how how do you get to becoming a th- <laughs> oh goodness me how would you get to becoming a CBJ fan? Yep, I am sorry. I am so so sorry for that. That was um, that was horrific. I mean, my my accents aren't aren't wonderful. I'll, I'll be honest. Your your British impression may have been better than my 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 American there. So, yep, I I can only apologise. Warren did also ask a more sensible question as well, which was, how did I become a Blue Jackets fan? Well. Me and my brother grew up playing sports games on the PlayStation, and I think it was NHL 97 uh, was one of those games that we played. Um, I was always the Kings, and he was always the Stars, mainly because I loved Luke Robitaille. Anyway, uh, I always enjoyed hockey, but never really picked a team until around about 2012 when I picked up a game one night, and it happened to be the Blue Jackets. Uh, I enjoyed their style of play and have supported the team ever since. I'm really glad I have because the Fifth Line is such a great community. So thank you everyone for your questions. And at the buzzer, that brings us to the end of our third and final period of the podcast. (music) 
To those who have made it this far and listened to this week's show, a huge thank you from us here at Blue Jackets Abroad. It is worth saying that support and engagement we've received on our social media channels has been phenomenal from fans globally uh, since we launched in May last year. And as mentioned in episode one of the podcast, it really does feel like we've built up a fantastic community of Blue Jackets fans around the world. And we really, really want to keep this energy going and moving in a forward direction. Finally, be sure to give us a follow over at UK Blue Jackets on both Twitter and Instagram to keep abreast of our podcast and all things Blue Jackets. So all that there is left to say is have a great day and let's go Jackets.